Welcome to She Breeds, where the goal of every podcast episode is to inspire and empower women to up-level and lean in to the best versions of themselves. I hope you enjoy. Good morning, my loves. Obviously, I didn't publish an episode over the weekend, but I have a good reason. Today, I turn 44 years old. So I decided to wait and do a birthday episode. Back when I was blogging heavily, I used to blog three times a week. That sounds like drinking heavily. I was blogging heavily and it was just like part of my life. It was an income source and so I used to publish blog posts three times a week. And every year on my birthday, I would do a blog post kind of about a wrap up of the year and you know, some things I was looking forward to in the, in the next year and that kind of thing. And so I feel like in this new phase of my life where my kids are getting older and my dreams and goals are kind of shifting, um, in a way I, I still love to create content and write. So that's not changed, but as far as the platforms that I'm using have shifted. And so I decided to do a birthday episode instead of a birthday blog post, Um, you know, it's so interesting because blogging back in the early 2000s was so popular and it was so fun, but that was kind of before the influencer thing happened and it was just like straight up blogging, um, just good old fashioned writing about one's life and it wasn't all this like sponsored content. And so I came in on the tail end of that era. I mean, I didn't start right when the whole blogging fate, the whole blogging craze started, but pretty soon thereafter. I was part of it when it used to just be commenting on each other's posts and that kind of thing. And so anyway, I just don't blog very much anymore. And also the boys are getting older, so they don't, I mean, they don't, they've never said that they don't want me talking about their lives, but I mean, it just kind of feels, it's a little different, you know, when they're younger and you're talking about breastfeeding and making your own baby food and, you know, traveling with kids and sleep training and stuff like that. It's much more interesting and there's much more of an audience for that than there is talking about getting learner's permit or managing jobs and and athletic practices. So you get what I'm saying. But anyway, this is funny. I thought I was turning 43, but Matthew reminded me that 2023 minus 1979 equals 44, not 43. So darn, this like for months, I thought I was turning 43. And even that was like, ugh, 43. Then to be told I was turning 44. Anyway, it's fine. It's funny how when we're young and we can't wait to get older, I mean, the kids get excited to turn 10 because it's a double digit and then they get excited to turn 13 because it's their first teenage year, then 16 for the driver's license and 18 because you're an adult and 21 because you can buy a beer if you want. But it's like, then it kind of gets into the 30s and 40s where you're kind of like, in my opinion, it just all kind of like blends together, which is fine with me because I'm not, I don't really like to think about a specific age or try to put like a label on it or anything. And I actually feel really good this age. I feel healthy and I feel energized and excited about the future. And I feel motivated to achieve the many goals that I'm constantly thinking about. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with this past summer where I just actually took the time to settle down and just be. You know, during the pandemic, we were kind of forced to settle down and cancel a lot of things that were going to be really important to us. So that was not the same as just choosing to to like to be relaxed. And so after the pandemic, uh, we tried to fit so much stuff into a couple of years and it was just a little much. And so this past summer, we didn't do very, we didn't do a lot and we didn't 
traveled to extensive places. We just kind of basically chilled out in our beautiful hometown in Western North Carolina. And I had a lot of time to read and do some spiritual work and do a lot of just outside activity. And it was really good for my psyche and my soul. And so, yeah, at 44, I'm feeling good and I'm excited about what's to come and the summer of spiritual awakening, if you want to call it, and then combined with the meditations I've been doing and acupuncture and working to be more mindful when I'm in a present moment, it's truly made life more enjoyable, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, And it's funny, I always like to celebrate special days either before the event, like in anticipation of the event, or on the big day. So like for instance, today is my actual birthday, but I wanted to celebrate this past weekend instead of this coming weekend because for some reason I feel like once the day happens, it kind of feels like I'm ready to move on from it. You know, whether it's Christmas or Easter or my birthday, I would rather do stuff leading up to it as opposed to like afterwards. So it was a really, really fun weekend. Um, And Matthew's youngest daughter, Julia, her birthday is tomorrow. And so the two of us have been celebrating our birthdays together for many, many years. And that makes it even extra special. So she turns 15 tomorrow and I turn 44 today. 15 is much more exciting than 44, but oh well, I'm excited for her. And so this past week, this past weekend where where we did all the celebratory activities, it was just full of life and special moments and people that I care about. And so I... Um, so during this episode, I'm not really going to go back to the whole year because that would take a while, but it has been a good year and I wanted to mention the summer and how meaningful that was for me, but I'm not going to recap the whole year. I'm actually just going to talk about this past weekend and how it was like the smaller moments that were so enjoyable and it just, I hope it's a reminder to everyone that we don't need fireworks and champagne and all kinds of hoopla to be happy and enjoy special events of life. First of all, Friday night, Case had a baseball tournament called Friday Night Lights, and it was just in Asheville, which is only like 25 minutes from here, Um, but it had been pouring and hailing and lightning throughout the day, so like in my head, I just kept thinking, oh, it's going to be canceled due to the weather, and so I had sort of done this thing where I had just convinced myself that 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 was not going to happen, and so I started creating a new plan for the evening and getting excited about the new plans that I was making in my head. And that was a big mistake because then the skies cleared and the sun and rainbows came out and the tournament was on. And for you baseball folks who may be wondering like how they had a baseball tournament on a soggy wet field, this particular complex has turf. So we didn't have to worry about the grass and mud and that's why we were able to have it. So anyway, we get there and it's beautiful. It turns out to be a beautiful fall evening. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. It's beautiful. I can't wait. Like the weather's pretty. I had already like foregone the other plans that I had made. And Matthew said it reminded him of when we're kids and we th- we just know there's going to be a snow day the next day. So we start conjuring all these plans for our snow day. And then we wake up and it's like dry as a bone outside. So it's really bad for our minds to do that when we're like, oh, okay, well that's not going to happen, but this is going to happen. And then this this new thing doesn't happen. Anyway, Long story short, we had the baseball tournament, and so I'm like, okay, we're here, because I really do love watching them play baseball. I had just didn't want to sit out in the cold and the rain and the wet, but it ended up being really pretty, or so we thought. So we're sitting there, and I'm, I'm with two of my closest friends who also have boys on the team, and we're just, like, enjoying ourselves and catching up, and there's, like, rainbows all over the place. Well, then, 
the sky darkens yet again and it begins to pour the rain and the wind picks up significantly to the point where our umbrellas our umbrellas are literally like you know doing that inside out thing and the boys are on the field like freezing they're holding their like hands into fists because it's so cold and I'm like seriously I knew this was gonna happen this is why we shouldn't have had it which I'm usually a very positive person but I was just like because I wanted to be home you know in front of the cozy fire watching a Halloween movie or something like that but we're like freezing to death in the pouring rain and wind but then we're sitting there and we're just my two friends and I are all huddled together and then we just start laughing because it's just like so absurd like it's just so ridiculous and funny that we're just here like in this rain and then ultimately it calmed down and so finally I thought you know what I'm just gonna have a good mindset about this and that's what we did so we got through the tournament and by the end it had dried out a little bit but I'm not saying it was like super dry and relaxing but that's okay um but you know what it's fine because it ended up being fun it was their final tournament and they were so cute and they did really really well and they've learned so much this season so that was really fun so then Saturday morning you know I'm thinking oh we'll get up we'll get moving because well I was thinking oh the kids are going to sleep in because everybody got home late the night before from some some type of athletic event and but it was funny because two of the kids woke up at 8 45 and then another one woke up by like nine or maybe they woke up at 8 15 and then then 8 45 anyway by 8 45 I'm having my coffee and we're all watching Jaws we're already watching Jaws so we're sitting in the living room and we start watching Jaws and I'm like this movie is so good I don't think I've ever seen the movie from beginning to end and of course it's made 1975 so the cinematography is obviously older but it didn't look nearly as bad as some of the 80s movies that we've tried to watch with the kids and, you know, it was one of Steven Spielberg's, like, up-and-coming movies during 1975, so that was kind of fun to think about. But, um, and Richard Dreyfus, oh my goodness, he's so young in that movie. So young. And we were joking around about his glasses because they were, like, the, the lenses were, like, in the shape of octagons, which we had never seen. Um, but, so, so, and, like, even the kids were, like, the Jaws, ob- the shark obviously was an animatronic type thing, but it still looks pretty, pretty real, especially for the mid seventies. And the movie was just so good. Like, so we watched about, um, we watched about a little over an hour and then we wanted to get going because we had a lot of other things we want to do that day. So we stopped it for that time being. And then we gathered everyone and we went to the apple festival that our town has. And it's like this really fun, popular, Apple Festival that has actually like been awarded like one of the top 10 small town festivals in the nation or whatever. But um, so it's in downtown Waynesville. And I mean, it had like tons of vendors, apples for sale, all kind of apple treats, live music, you know, just one of those really sweet, like hometown hallmark type of festivals. And so we go and we like walking around and I had to get something additional for Julia and they needed to get something extra for me. So we kind of split up for a minute, did some shopping. Then we came back together and all the kids got like funnel cake or like caramel apple or whatever. And then we saw a bunch of people that we knew and it was just a beautiful fall day. And everything we did this weekend, everywhere we, we were driving around, the sky was just aflame with colors. And so just beautiful fall colors. And that was always just oh, so relaxing. And so we went to the Apple Festival. And then we had to rush home because grandparents were coming up from Matthew's hometown to celebrate birthday. Um, so they came and we gave Julia her big gift and we did her cake then because the grandparents had to go on the road. So we do that. And then Matthew brings up another from the downstairs fridge, a surprise for me and Julia. And it was oysters on the half shell, as my dad likes to call them. 
raw oysters. He calls them oysters on the half shell and crab legs because, you know, even though I eat plant-based, I do eat seafood. Julia loves oysters and crab legs. And so that was like such a fun surprise. I think she was more even excited about that than her big gift that she got. But anyway, so he spends like, it was so relaxing because I love being in the kitchen. I cook a lot of meals, but Matthew ended up cooking the entire dinner. So we had like cheese grits and we had, he made vegan and regular cheese grits. And then we had salmon and asparagus and crab legs and oysters. And one set of grandparents had to get on the road to leave, but then my dad and Eleanor came over for dinner. And so we had this big seafood feast and it was just so enjoyable. And then and then I got to open my gifts and the family always does such a good job buying me gifts. Um, I am into a lot of various things. So I've been told that I'm not that hard to buy for because I'm just into so many things um, and interested in so many things. But I got a really nice food processor because recently I tried to make homemade ricotta for a vegan lasagna and I tried to do it in a blender and it was just awful. And I've tried to make hummus lately in a blender. Did not work. Try to make, I'm, I've never made homemade salsa, but I want to. And so I don't, I can't believe I've made it this far without a food processor, but I have, and that's okay. So, um, I got a food processor and then I got all these fun little gifts. Like I wanted a cozy fall mug cause I love tea and coffee. This is that time of year where basically once I have my couple cups of coffee in the morning, I switch to hot tea and basically drink hot tea like the entire day cause I'm freezing. But, um, so they got me two different mugs. They got me a really cool, like mug with sun and moon and constellations and it has a gold handle. So Matthew's like, don't put this in the microwave. So this is my tea. I'm actually holding it right now. That's my tea mug. And then they got me this big, cute festive fall mug that said, give thanks. And it's like, just for like the harvest fall time. And so I've been drinking coffee out of that and tea out of my constellation, um, mug. And then they also got me some vegan coffee, vegan coffee, ice cream back when I was eating dairy coffee, ice cream was my favorite. And so for my birthday, they, he found vegan coffee, ice cream and put it in a little bowl with a candle. And we recorded, Julie filmed a hilarious video of me it's not, I'm not the one that's hilarious, but it was just other things going on in the video. And then her zooming in on my face at the very end, it's like a, such a, a keepsake. Um, but we did that. And then I got a couple other little gifts that were very special, some pretty jewelry and they did a perfect job and all their sweet words in the cards. That was really meaningful. And so, yeah, it just, you know, at first, um, Matthew had this big plan to like go to town and rent bikes and do this whole thing in Greenville, South Carolina. And it actually worked out perfectly. I love being in town. I'm glad we weren't in the car for three and a half hours during the day. And the dinner was incredible. And so then after that, um, we finished watching Jaws, which the, the last 40 minutes, I mean, the kids liked it even better because that's when they're trying to catch, that's when they're on the boat and they finally catch Jaws. And I liked that part. But for some reason, I liked the first part of the movie more when they're in town and you're getting to know all the characters and like you're, you're trying to figure out what's going on, you know, with the shark and, you know, this and that. So I kind of liked the beginning of the movie better, but the, some of the kids liked the end of the movie better. So then after we finished Jaws, we played Balderdash, which has become a tradition in this family. We started playing that many, many years ago on one of our first beach trips with all the kids. Because I remember Case was so little, he actually had a hard time playing it. Because you have to kind of, it's kind of a higher level 
skill type of game. Um, but then like now, now, I mean, a couple years ago, he started playing it as well. So now all of us play it and we always are laughing hysterically. And so we capped off the night by playing Balderdash and watching football. And it was just super enjoyable. And I felt very, very grateful. So then Sunday, the kids actually did sleep in and Matthew and I had our morning coffee, which is one of our most enjoyable things that we do together because normally weekday mornings are super hectic and we don't have time to kind of get grounded together. Um, but on the weekends, we get to actually just relax and enjoy our coffee and talk and we just both love coffee and we both love to ease into the day and so... Sunday morning, we did that while the kids snoozed, and we kind of got our ducks in a row for the day and the week, and then we made a big pancake breakfast before Brooks had to go to work, just for two hours, though, and then I took Case to get a haircut at Great Clips, and it could have derailed my day, but I didn't let it because we go, and it ended up being like a 75-minute wait, which it shouldn't have been that, but people were coming in and out, I don't know, and then some of the people... We're getting like very complicated haircuts and I feel like with some, it's fine, but I feel like some are like great clips is supposed to be one of those places where you're in and out. It's not really where you go to get a very, to get a lot of haircut all for like a complicated layered haircut, but whatever. Um, I just was kind of like, well, here we are. And I ended up having some great conversations with some strangers and we saw people that we knew. And so he finally got his haircut and it looked great, but yeah, that was fine. Um, but then once everybody got home they wanted to go thrifting, which is a thing that I love that young people are into thrifting because it's such an eco-friendly type of way to shop. And I feel like there's a whole generation that's really into thrifting. And I think it's very cool because I feel like my generation, well, there was a time where I would go find a lot of cute stuff at Goodwill, but I, can't, I had really, really gotten out of it. Like until the kids started going, I hadn't been to a, into a Goodwill in like years. I mean, I drop off stuff at Goodwill to donate, but I myself had not been shopping in a Goodwill for like a decade or something before this, before our kids got to an age where they loved going thrifting. So our big Goodwill in Asheville has the bins, if you guys know what that is. It's like where they just dump a bunch of stuff into these bins and you just have to dig through because they don't take them out or separate them or hang them up or anything. Well, I, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it because I'm just kind of like really affected by smells and like stuff like that so we walk in and immediately like the smell because I mean these clothes haven't been washed people literally just probably took them off their bodies and put them in a box to, to donate and so there was just like that weird smell of like body stuff and I'm like oh my gosh I don't think I can do this I should have brought a mask like a you know like a COVID type mask but I didn't, but I did have gloves on. So I started to try, I was trying to dig through and I was kind of like, oh gosh. And then three of the kids were like so into it. They were just like digging, digging. Matthew was just walking around observing. Cause there was like this group of young men there, like in their maybe like late teens, early twenties that you could tell were like looking to find stuff to resell on eBay and everything. So Matthew found that very fascinating. So he was basically just observing them. Well, Case wasn't very into it either. Cause he doesn't even like going shopping for new clothes, much less used clothes. So he and I just went outside and we sat in the sun and then we went over, they had a retail side beside it. So we went over to the retail Goodwill and it was better obviously. Cause it was like organized and like, I love looking through old t-shirts cause I do love like vintage t-shirts. So we looked through all the t-shirts, but we didn't really see any. And they were just kind of like, <clears throat> went back to the bins <clears throat> and finally I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk around. And if I see something like on the surface, then 
maybe. And then if it jumps out at me, I'm going to get it. And if not, then whatever. So I go around and like I immediately see this like cute little lavender hoodie that that like the sleeves are kind of like cinched. So almost look like puffed, like cute little sleeves. It's hard. I don't even know what that's called. It's hard to explain. But um, so I got that. I got like a lavender hoodie. And then I, um, oh, and then like I saw it's like laying right on the top was an NC State pullover like exactly cases size and we're going to an NC State football game or we're hoping to in a couple of weeks and so I got that for case and then Julia found me a cute shirt and then I think I got oh a pair of black denim shorts so yeah I got into it finally guys I had to like think about it for a while and sort of embrace the chaos and be like you know what it's fine um but the other kids found a lot of cute stuff like so much cute stuff but so we got home we washed everything and yeah, it was an experience if you've never done it. But if you're a big thrifter, it's definitely worth going because it's so much less expensive than buying stuff from the Goodwill retail part. And so that was fun. Also, something really cool that happened is, um, or that was going on is the Rolling Stones released an album on Thursday night at midnight, which was like their first album like decades. And I've always loved the Stones. So I was kind of like, but you know how sometimes when people get older, like they sound like an old, they sound like older, like, like they're trying to sing, like they're still like 30 or 25, but they sound just like a bunch of like older voice, like men. I don't know how to explain it. I don't want to sound mean, but it's kind of like, you know, you can just tell that they've aged. They're like an aging rock band trying to sound like they're in their twenties. So I thought that maybe it might sound like that, but anyway, we started listening to it this weekend and it is so good. Like they sound amazing. Not only do their voices sound amazing, but they're so talented. So they've got like harmonicas and saxophones and pianos playing throughout the songs and they just they're just so classic like their music is just one of a kind and so that was kind of our soundtrack on Sunday as we were running around was a Rolling Stones new album Hackney Diamonds and so that was super fun um that was another little high small highlight of the weekend so then we get home and I decided I'm gonna make vegan spaghetti but this time I'm gonna instead of using tofu crumble or, or make I always make homemade tofu crumble I just did Beyond Beef and it's a great plant pa- plant-based beef I like it better than Impossible Beef because Impossible Beef has more like GMO is more GM like Beyond Beef is not is not is a non-GMO. Anyway, so the trick was I sauteed some a little bit of celery, green pepper, and onion in the Dutch oven before we added the Beyond Beef, and then I stirred all that together, and then we just used jarred marinara sauce from Trader Joe's and let it simmer for a while. Oh my gosh, I very rarely get seconds because I try to like, you know, not eat and be like not be like an overeater, but it was so good. I had to get seconds. And then we made garlic knots for the kids and a big salad. And so while we were making dinner, they carved pumpkins, which has become a tradition at our house. And so when you have a co-parenting situation where you only have your kids basically two weekends out of a month, it's like you have to pack so much stuff into one weekend, which is just, this has been hard for some of our friend circle because it's like they they want to do things with us but it's like we don't have the kids all the time so we pack so much family stuff into a weekend that especially when it's around like a time like October where there's so much festive stuff going on there's other weekends during the year we have nothing going on but just October November December and then with their cross-country meets being on Saturday sometimes it's just hard to like pack everything in and do something with our friends Anyway, the point is, um, since we won't see the kids again on a weekend before Halloween, we went ahead and carved pumpkins this weekend, and they are older now, so they can just do it all themselves, and they were so creative. Like, um, Chris did a a football, and Brooks did an NC State thing, because that's where he wants to go to college. I mean, it's fine if he doesn't go there, but currently, that's where he wants to go. And then Case just did, like, a 
a scary little pumpkin face. And then Julia did like a, like you like made a window and then put a little pumpkin in there and put a candle beside it. Like the little pumpkin was sitting by a fire. So cute. Anyway, so that was fun. And then, okay, this is really hilarious. So then we finished the night watching Friday the 13th, the original one, because the kids have been wanting to watch classic scary movies. And last year we watched Poltergeist, The Shining, and Lost Boys. And those were all quite a success, except for The Shining. It was some parts were a little inappropriate. And it's also just kind of like, you know, Stanley Kubrick, it's a little out there, but we, but whatever. It became like almost like a joke, that movie. But so we watched Jaws, which it's not technically a Halloween movie at all, but you know, it is kind of like a horror movie with everybody getting killed by the sharks. And then we watched Scream last week, but so then we watched Friday the 13th last night and oh my gosh, that movie is so like, I don't even know what to, how to describe it. First of all, as Brooks pointed out, which was so true, they don't even give you time to get close to any of the characters. Like, you know how most movies you get really close to somebody before they get, like, axed? Then you're like, oh my gosh, I really loved that character. And so then it, like, matters to you. Well, like, they don't, we didn't even know anybody's name. The one character that you find out, Annie, you kind of like, the one trying to get to camp to be the cook. Then she gets, like, killed off in the first, like, five minutes. So that was the only one that we kind of got attached to. Well, so then it's just, like, boom, 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 like axe stabbing hanging and it's like okay it's like just jumping around too much like it's just you know and then you know I forgot that you find out that it's the mom Jason's mom that does the killing in the first Friday the 13th because I actually don't think I ever watched that entire movie the original Friday the 13th I've definitely seen the ones with Jason in the hockey mask but I had never definitely seen this original one it it, it is like I mean it's good that they've seen it now because it's such a classic but it didn't really scare them per se especially when they found it was like an old lady that looked like a, a grandmother um doing all of the killing but so yeah I also had an epiphany that was comical because I used to love horror movies and like scary movies and now when I watch them I'm like I don't even like this so I think I've just come full circle or something I mean they're fine but I would much definitely rather watch them sort of like really good you know, cinematic movie or Oscar worthy film or something. Now, I do love cheesy Christmas movies, but I kind of, it was fine. It felt very Halloween-y, but at the same time, it was, you just have to watch it to see what I'm saying. But anyway, overall, it was so, it was such another fun day. So both days were obviously packed full of lots of activity, but like I said, since we don't have the kids every, all the time, we, we pack a lot of stuff, a lot of life into a short weekend, but it was so enjoyable. And all I could think about was how special everyone made it. And really, I just, love being around my people and they and they don't even really have to do anything but be themselves and I felt very taken care of and Matthew just knew exactly what to do over the weekend it was just it was just really good and I felt very grateful that's really just the only word I can think of so today is my actual birthday but I already feel so appreciative for the weekend that I had that I'm kind of like well it's already, it's 11.30 and I worked this morning and then I'm trying to decide how I want to spend my birthday. So, or the rest of my birthday until three o'clock because I got to pick up some kiddos at three o'clock. But anyway, um, I may, I haven't done this in a long time, but I may go on a solo hike. There's only one place around here that I feel like super safe because it's already kind of a popular hike. So there's always other people around. Um, I don't think I would go out into the woods on like a solo hike like that on my own. But first of all, I have terrible directional skills. So I'd most likely get lost to begin with, but I also probably wouldn't feel safe anyway. Um, but 
this hike is one that, that's fun to go on. I've done it before by myself, so I may just do that because it's a, such a pretty day. And then I may get a manicure, which is just something that I literally never do. I just don't get manicures because I type all day and I have contacts and I like do things. I wash lots of dishes. I'm cooking constantly, so I'm constantly washing my hands. And it's just like, I'm not a person that my lifestyle is very conducive to like trying to keep nails all pretty. Definitely don't ever, I've definitely never had acrylics or acrylic tips or whatever. I mean, like that would not be happen like with contacts and typing and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, my actual regular nails have kind of gotten really long and thick. And so I think I'm just maybe going to go get a traditional manicure where they kind of just buff my own nails and then yeah, just do a little self pampering, which I think we all should do it on our birthday or around our birthday, if at all possible. And then tonight is a soccer game and I'll be running kids around to baseball practice. So back to mom mode, but that's fine because that is part of what I love about life. I love being a mom and I love all the kids in this house and taking care of them and taking them wherever they need to be. And so totally fine with that. But yeah, I guess my point, I, I wanted to share all the fun stuff I did for my birthday and hope that it inspires you on your birthday to do all the things that you enjoy or the birthday weekend or whatever, so that you don't finish it out and, or you don't try to do something that you think you want to do, like an idea of what would be a perfect birthday, like going to a restaurant where you have to wait on a table for 45 minutes and then you can't even hear people or your kids are screaming at the table or like, you know, they're unhappy because it's a fancy restaurant and they're loud, you know, I feel like just do what you want to do. It's your birthday, you know? And now granted, I love making the people in my life happy. So I wanted to fit things in this weekend that made them happy. Like they really wanted to go thrifting and then Case wanted to shoot basketball and try out new basketball shoes. So we made that happen yesterday. And then um, just different things. But I definitely got to do all the things that I wanted to do as well. So, but I, I'm happy when they're happy. So I also made sure we made time to do the things that I knew they wanted to do. And they stayed up a little bit later last night. Not much so we could finish the movie, but I'm still not sure how I feel about that movie, but it's, I don't know, like maybe other people love it because it's like a cult classic, but I'm not really sure. I just, I, I think I just agree with Brooks. I felt like there wasn't enough character development so that when they were starting to get like killed, I, I didn't really feel like attached to them. It just almost seemed like a, like a, not funny. It's not funny. It just sort of seemed like a bit theatrical or something. It didn't, you know, and they've obviously done a lot over the years with filmmaking. So today's scary movies are more like psychological and they really do freak me out. But anyway, I'm glad that we watched it, like I said, but that was, so yeah. So they sit up a little later last night, but that's okay. And I just wanted to say that I've been thinking a lot about gratitude and, you know, I feel like gratitude is like the main way that we can just appreciate what we have because, you know, as I've said before, and as Gabby Bernstein always says, whatever you appreciate, you create more of. So if I appreciate, you know, the people in my life and the time with them and their, 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 their humor and their kindness, then I'm going to create more of that in my world. And, you know, I think a lot of people feel like they're never going to feel happy until they have all the things that they emotionally or physically think that they need and want. And then they think, when I get to this place, then I'm going to feel happy. Or when I have these things, then I'm going to feel happy. And, you know, as I'm learning in this book written by Oprah and Arthur C. Brooks, you know, what really makes us happy centers around family, friends, work, and faith. And so when I keep circling back around to those things, I realize if I'm ever feeling unhappy, it's usually because something in one of those areas is awry. 
and I'm working very hard on each separate area so that there's a, a good harmony among the four and it doesn't feel like I'm relying too heavily on my family to make me happy or too heavily on work to make me happy. I think a good balance between the four areas is very important. So that's really what I'm working on and you know, I just feel like going through life trying to be grateful helps me focus on what I already have instead of maybe like what I lack or what I think I need. And so this birthday weekend just felt, oh, I was very grateful for it. Um, the past couple have been like this where they've been very low key, where we've done things like carved pumpkins, hiked, gone to festivals, just cooked at home, had people over like grandparents come up and it's just been really sweet. And I just wanted to share that with you all. And I also, um, yeah, I'll, um, I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my birthday and I hope you all have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you again for joining me and I will catch you on the next episode of She Breathes. If you are enjoying this podcast, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. My goal is to share information and inspiration so that women feel seen, heard, and empowered. Also, if you know someone who would benefit from this podcast, please share. Lastly, if you have a topic or idea that you want to hear more about, or if you want me to expound upon a topic I've previously discussed, please let me know. Message me on any of my social media platforms or email at susanna.shetley at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.